Nice computer. There we go. What up, bro? <laughs> like we always do. <laughs> One, two, three. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 137 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon. And with me, as always, call him Steak Sauce because he's a number one most awesome. Oh, oh. It's funny because they don't use steak sauce at all with my steak. I know. But I'll take the compliment. You know what? Probably when I was a kid. When I was not as as uh, as as refined and worldly well, as you see this you know, podcast I don't, actually, I, yeah, I, I don't want to step on it. We're going to get into steak a little bit. I hear you. Okay. I hear you. I know. Okay. I know we are. But I just want okay. I just want you to know, like I've I I'm cultured and I don't use sauces with my steak. Just the general, the meat juice comes from it, and that's what I eat. I'll do a little if they have like a little peppercorn sauce. Like baronets, I'm not getting that butter, but I'll do like a little, like if it's like a little kind of spicy, like barbecue sauce blend, I'll do a little. I'm not, I'm not slathering in it. No, no, no. no. But like no, one no. every three bites, I'll be like, what's the score on that? Or maybe hit the broccoli in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're little, little au gratin potatoes in there, a little scoop on there. Yeah, we're definitely getting down that. Nice. Week, buddy. It's good, bro. It's very good. This week was a busy work week, um, but the weekend was here. It was beautiful. Cuzzos came up to visit visit the girls surprise visit which is nice friday night they drove up popped in rang the doorbell commission at 2.0 had no clue commission jr no idea what was going on uh <laughs> sure. right we, he generally has no idea what's going on um came up for a little surprise sesh which was nice little hangout which is fun that's always a good time what age do you figure out kind of what's going on when does that kind of like settle in He's getting there a little bit. I was thinking about that just the other day or yeah. just, just this afternoon when I was. I'm not trying to call out. I'm not trying to call out Kamish Jr. specifically. I'm just right. kind of like that age where you're just like, I think they're kind of comprehending like this is kind of like a thing. Right. I, I, I will tell him that, hey, you are not like you're 20 months now, Kamish Jr. Get your shit together. <laughs> um, I understand what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think, but pretty, like pretty soon he's starting to round out. I mean, he, he gets some ideas of what's going on, but you know um laying out the like the 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 plans for later on today or even tomorrow that that probably won't be something until you know probably two and a half ish or so you know my guess i'm just guessing yeah i mean i'm still trying to figure out sometimes people tell me things going on i'm just like slow down <laughs> right right all right guys we got a jam-packed episode 137 we're doing ripped from the headlines we're doing nfl week five review we're gonna hit the inbox got three emails there do the mab fixes fantasy football review mm. gonna jump into the neapolitan showdown talking biggest in- injuries and then we're gonna finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're our power it starts now Should be easy. All right, brother. Um, 
as we always do, we're kind of run through these games. We'll give some time that's interesting. Some of them yeah. don't need much more of a dive or an explanation. Panthers versus Falcons. This is kind of weird because you texted me this morning. Um, yes. I was a little behind my Delaney's dog. And you were just kind of seeing where I was going to go. And you thought I'd like those Panthers plus three. But, you know, those Falcons had been when they were like 0-2, 0-3. Like those are the teams that are – or that was the team that I was still like, you know what? I still, mm-hmm. if I had to pick any like winless team, I still want to go with them. I'm yeah. officially jumping off that bus, bro. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, and five, not looking good. Rumblings already that Dan Quinn most likely will get fired tomorrow. Um, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the word we're going to get on it. We're going two for two on coach firings. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Cause but, we got something else. Go ahead. We got, yeah, we got Bill O'Brien. We got him shit can too. Um, <laughs> Arthur Blank, oh yeah, is definitely I think is going to move on from from him. I mean, the the the, the Falcons are broken. They're they're a disgusting team. It's over, yeah. Um, and and the Panthers, you know what? Given the credit, they're what two, three and two. Um, three two. You know they started zero and two, won their last three, even after Christian McCaffrey got injured. Uh, Mike Davis has played really really well for them. And, and, and rule has got that team going. They got a, a rough little stretch here. I was just looking kind of like forecasting, like, Oh, can the Panthers make a little noise here? Uh, next five games are rough. You got Bears, saints, uh, Falcons. So that'll be break chiefs and bucks for cool. their next five yeah. looking real tough, but That's it's sad. a, it's much better than what we thought this team was going to be. I mean, if you sat there and told me that they were going to be above 500, you know, uh, five weeks in, I'd say no way. Not possible. I, you know, am I? Is this revisionist history? I, I felt like I put up a little fight for the Panthers. Maybe, maybe I had like maybe I had them at like six or seven wins. But it's also the slowdown. They got three wins under their belt, and like you said, it's a tough stretch coming up. Uh, the big question before we lock down this game is: Matt Ryan going to be quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons next year? You know what? Uh, I think contract-wise, I think I don't know what his contract looks like, but I think he's definitely. I don't think they can get I don't think they can move off of him, just let him walk in free agency. So I think they got to find a trade partner. Um, it might be the only thing where they look to draft like a, uh, like a developmental player, like a Trey Lance out of North Dakota, uh, or even like a Justin Fields, um, who's from the Georgia area originally, uh, and maybe let him sit and kind of marinate behind Matt Ryan before they turn over the helm over to, uh, to whoever this next quarterback is but i think next year yes uh but i think it'll be a mentoring year for matt ryan it's interesting i was looking at this we have uh with the exception of the 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 uh chargers and the vikes playing tonight we have 12 teams right now that have zero or one win on the season so i mean there's a lot of teams that are vying for that you know, or could be a number one selection overall type of team. It's not just the Falcons. Yeah. And it's also, we had, I heard us out like through the first four games, we have like the highest scoring that we've had in like two decades or something. So it's kind of weird. Like both. Yeah. Of, it's just the, the good teams are really good. And then those shitty teams just kind of can't get it together. Yes. Are very bad. So we're going to see a lot. It'll be interesting to see how, you know, cause I think everyone's thinking like, Oh, they're going to, you know, they're the, the heir apparent for, Trevor Lawrence. No, no, no. I think there's plenty of bad teams that are out there that could equally fall to the bottom. Um, some we might talk about on this team, on this list here today. Well, shit, let's go ahead and transition to it. Speaking of shitty teams, uh, Cardinals Jets. Cardinals Ooh. come out win. 
third and ten that puts the Jets back at zero and five. I wasn't going to spend too much time on this. I mean, it's uh, pretty much the score you expected. Maybe the Cardinals probably hit their team over a little bit. Uh, yeah. So Flacco getting another shot at it went out there. It looked like dog shit. Bell's back. Didn't seem to really matter. Uh, right. Is Gase going to lose his job tomorrow too? I, well, that'd be very interesting to see. Um, I mean, especially after they've they've turned over more of the front office duties after Gates and the the former GM uh, drinking road. I can't remember the GM's name. Um, got into it and 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 Gates won on that. So we'll be we'll be interesting to see if he's got a little bit more leash than say like a Dan Quinn. Yeah, because sometimes you can also hide behind like I don't have my starting quarterback. I mean, even though Joe Flacco is. Uh, like a vet, it should know it. Like he's. I, th- not- I, th- I thought you were gonna say, even though he's a handsome ass quarterback. That's what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> no, shout out Solander. Uh, yeah, sometimes you can hide behind that. Yeah, my, we got the backup quarterback, so you got to give me like a little bit of room here. So um, it'll be interesting, but it's just they're they are not looking good at all. No, they are probably I would say the worst team in the NFL right now. I mean, they just look bad disorganized there's there's not a ton of talent on that team it's just like i I, it's interesting to see these these quarterback gurus who adam gase get into these positions power and and seemingly it's like where does where does all that magic go you know what i mean like with Nagy and all those guys it's like where where did this where did this wonder can go that i i was expecting to be this like offensive mastermind you look very generic Let's take in space, retire that. Let's yeah. take the word guru, we're retiring that also. <laughs> right, a little okay. bit more specific with what you're talking about. Yeah, right, right. I don't need generics. I know. Raiders at Chiefs. Raiders win 40 to 32. You know, I get tempted to ask this. It's like, do the Raiders win this game? The Chiefs is like, I'm going to bail on all that bullshit. Right. But I do want to give a little time to the Raiders. Derek Carr, 22 for 31, 347 with three TDs. Looking very good this year. You remember when... Um, we had Gruden first taking over the Raiders and everybody yeah. was sure that they were going to get rid of Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and Derek Carr gave us ample reason to, to, to question that. Right. I mean, sure, yeah. he did not, he did not play well at times. Um, but I think, you know, again, talk about someone who works well with quarterbacks and demands a lot of his quarterbacks, John Gruden does, but also puts him in positions to be successful. Right. And yeah, in I mean, I just- yeah, he, he has some throws like he's going. And, you know, maybe it's good because we, we say so long, and not to hop in front of you. But yeah, I'm no, you're good. Too. Like we say it so long where it's, um, you know, it's in the first year we know what kind of quarterback we have. It's either like, oh, this guy's going to be like, you know, Kyle Murray, or this guy's just going to be like totally flame out like a Brady Quinn or something. Right. It's nice to see a little bit of quarterbacks being able to slightly take those steps up. And year three or year four, I think cars at four, maybe. But uh cars at with uh with gruden no i think it's his third year with gruden i think yeah. he's been in the league for for quite some time at this point like seven with years gruden, yeah but just to just to make yeah. that make that progression and start to you know, look good yeah and he's a professional i mean he does have some some arm talent i mean he's not in that like top flight you know f- you know five ten echelon of quarterbacks in the league but he's a competent you know above average starter that you're like if I surround him in the right ways, if I give him, I mean, Darren Waller is a great weapon for them. They get rugs uh, in the draft this year. Uh, you know, trading Khalil Mack was, you know, a huge win for them just to stockpile assets, right? 
Yeah, uh, not at the time though. Everybody thought they were out of their mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, that's a little revisionist history too. It's like, look, like if I can get multiple first round draft picks in the NFL, uh, it just increases my my opportunities to get some studs in there. And I think that they did that with with Jacobs. With, uh, I mean, for every Jacobs and Rugs that they hit on, you know, Clun Farrell, uh, Abrams on the defensive side maybe average picks for where they were picked in the first round, but they're, you know, they're batting 500, which is great in the NFL draft. Yeah, absolutely. So on the Chiefs side of the ball, uh, I mean, just, it looked like a shootout in the first half and yeah. then Chiefs don't score a point, which is a touchdown and two point conversion until about four and a half minutes left in the game to try to put together a late comeback went down by 16. Uh, is this just the Raiders getting after them? I mean, yeah. there's definitely problems with the Chiefs' offensive line, for sure. Right, and and in this game, they I think statistically, like overall, they played pretty well. Like Mahomes has evaded the rush and gotten yeah. the ball out. This is the first time that we've seen the the Raiders get home, and coincidentally, the Raiders didn't have didn't really have a great pass rush to begin with. They had four sacks heading into this game, so it's not like they were like dominating, you know, uh, from from a sack perspective. They're actually on the lower end. I think it's just one of those things where it's it's the right, you know, events that were kind of occurring at the same time. Chiefs were kind of playing a little a little off in the second half. The offensive yeah. line wasn't playing great. You know, Max uh, Crosby and, and the defensive line guys were playing above their head a little bit for the Raiders. And it just kind of m- merged where they were getting stops and they were shutting down yeah, that Chiefs yeah. offense. I like the corner play too. The Raiders corner play looked really good. Like it would, you know, try to – Mahomes with I mean Mahomes great like I was talking to you uh, Joe about it earlier just like the way he just kind of like lets lets the pocket kind of collapse and immediately just kind of steps up into it and then roll over and try to find his guy but those cornerbacks so D backs were all over him. Yeah, he is really good, Mahomes, at extending that play, but really like he's he does this so often where he will move up into the pocket. And almost like it reminds me very much of like LeBron James and his ability to like map or Wayne Gretzky. These guys have abilities to like map where everyone is everyone on the field, not just my guys, yeah. but everyone. And then he like Mahomes will look back to see where the pressure is behind them to see yep. how much time he is and then turn up and make his read because he's seeing and anticipating the flow of where everyone's going is it's an amazing thing to watch when you get to watch it. And he is probably the best that, uh, that I've ever seen at doing that. Um, and that's what allows him to not get sacked as much and, and make up for the offensive line, not being as solid. And they lost uh, uh, their big offensive guard too early on in that first half, which did not help. Oh, Chesney yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah, speaking of the mapping things, he had this pass down the center, like on third down. I think it was like probably like 20, 25 yards. But it was one of those where he stepped out and threw it like a like across his body. Right. But you see like when it leaves his hand, there's a DB that still hasn't crossed the spot. Not the DB because the, the receiver has like the DB on him. But the other guy, I think, I don't know if it was Kelsey, but has the other DB dragging. Right. And that football's heading to the spot where if that second DB just turns his head, like it's an interception. But he just knows like he's trailing his guy and those that db's eye is going to be on his it's just yeah 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 he 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 definitely has one of those like the anticipation plus he also has the stones he's got like that brett Favre, like 
you know, Brett Favre famously was like, would throw against like, you know, too deep coverage into an, a, like a, like a pocket that only he could get that ball into. And it's like, I can just, I can make that throw. Not everyone can make that throw. And in fact, like they advise you not to make that throw, but I can make <laughs> that throw. And so like Mahomes has that ability to do that. It'll be interesting to see like, as he gets older, like if he throttles back that like aggressiveness or not, you know, I'm not talking like in the next couple of years, I'm talking like five, 10 years down the road when, you know, maybe he didn't have that far fastball that he has, you know, all the time. It'd be interesting to see how that, that, that comes to. All right, well, let's bullet point that for a ripped five years from now. We'll yeah, right yeah exactly. Uh, uh, look, I'm always thinking ahead. <laughs> always self shaping the shows, brother. I appreciate it. All right, Eagles at Steelers. Uh, Steelers win 38-29. Eagles did crawl back into this game and get it within two. Yeah, I mean, the the Eagles, the, there's something wrong with this team as well, too. Yeah. Carson Wentz does not look good. And I think we've, I, I don't know, but it just feels like we, we're in the year of, like, teams marching back after getting down, like, you know, a couple, three touchdowns, right? We've, we've seen this happen a lot. Um, yeah, that's a good the, point. But the Eagles have really, they're just, they're not playing well. Carson Wentz, you want to talk about bad offensive line play. Um, the the Eagles offensive line is old. They're not playing well. Carson Wentz, even like you would, you'd want to make an argument for him not playing well because of the offensive line. He just is not playing good, making bad throws, missing a lot of throws. Um, and they, the sad thing is, is they had a chance to win that game. And then Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator for the for the Eagles, lines up a linebacker on Chase Claypool, who's already had three touchdowns to begin with in the yeah. game. A total mismatch. Claypool, who's a big, strong wide receiver, but runs really well, um, fucking gets toasted, burnt. The linebacker just was not in a good position to win and uh, was was the play of the game. I mean, changed the game. Yeah, uh, Steelers 4-0 for the first time since 1979. Yeah. Is, isn't that crazy stat? No idea. I feel like I feel like the Steelers are always kind of, at least maybe there's a change in the guard right now with the Ravens and Chiefs, but, you know, like yeah. for a decade there, it was like Steelers-Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's – like 4-0s as well. It's always like, I don't know, if there's something in like it's comfort food, right, to have the Steelers just be good. Yeah. I don't know what it yeah. is. I don't know why it is that way, but it's like, okay, that makes sense. They're, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, the they've, they've gotten a good draw on their schedule right now. Their defense is, you know, we talked about the, an underrated Colts defense earlier, but their front eight, if you will, front seven is really good. They blitz a ton, right? So they love that, you know, classic Steelers bringing a ton of pressure all the time. So that might catch up with them in the long run if they're uh, that aggressive nature. But, I mean, Roethlisberger hasn't been making, like, big throws down the middle. It's all short dink and dunk stuff. You know what I mean? And I don't want to say, like, his arm's gone, but I didn't see any balls really thrown far down the field. It was all run-after-catch stuff. Oh, hot take right there for me. Maybe sports podcast. Most awesome. Quote him. In Roethlisberger arm. It's a gown. Um, <laughs> all right, we got Rams at Redskins. Uh, Rams come out 30 to 10. First of all, let's give the air horn to our boy Alex Smith. Uh, pseudo MVP, if you want. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a pseudo right now. We'll do we'll do a mid ep MVP. Yeah, there you go. Great way to way to get on the comeback there. 
Uh, yeah, come back after that devastating leg injury. Um, his momentum and the excitement around it, not enough to uh, take care of these Rams, which shouldn't be like a huge surprise. But what does continue is Jared Goff's, don't call it a comeback campaign. Yeah. Yeah. But looking, look looking decent. The defense also stood on their head for the Rams as well, too. Eight sacks in that game. I think Donald had four sacks. Am I right on this? I mean, they, they fucking just crushed poor Alex Smith and sacked him six times. So. Oh, man, um, kind of a shitty yeah yeah right exactly um yeah you know the the rams just chipping away doing what they should four and one on the season taking care of business i mean this is kind of like what we were anticipating you know that they they always were going to be it's just a a solid team strong defensively and uh you know golf making the right plays when it counted uh, so, I mean, is there anything washington can really do to turn it around now i mean it's one and four it is it's a winnable division I mean, but they would have to start it, you know, it, it looked like, uh, you know, start the season. Well, they had the upset of the Colts, right? Did they start 1-0? Who are the Redskins? Ooh, uh, no, you're, you're right. Yeah. They, they had a comeback vis- victory week one. Yeah. It was because they had the big thing where they rallied in the second half. And th- this is the weird, this is how fast things change in the NFL, right? Because Dwayne Haskins was, you know, Ron Riviera was making a great comment about Haskins stepping up and being a team leader. Um, shit, I don't can't remember who they won, but the, yeah, they what what's that? The Eagles. The Eagles. Oh, that's right. Good good call. Yeah, another dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, so they beat that that garbage city in Philadelphia. <laughs> Uh, right. Uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm 137 consecutive weeks calling Philadelphia a dumpster. So, so amazing. I don't know what trouble you're going to get us into, but I'm looking forward to it. Ooh, if we, I, if we ever do a live show, it better not be in Philly. I'll tell you that right now. We'd have to be out of our minds. This is the only <laughs> city we should have to a live show. For. All right. Whatever venue in Philadelphia, <laughs> book us now. Come, come on, come get some Philadelphia. Oh, God. Uh, Ravens, uh, Bengals at Ravens. Ravens win 27 to three controlled this game the entire time Bengals yeah. points on yeah. the board until the fourth quarter uh so all the burrow hype can hype down just pipe down a little bit They're yeah really again high. again bad offensive line play i think he was sacked seven times in this game burrow um you know this was a uh this was a tough game for joe burrow um and he's gonna have these 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 bumps in the road you know what i mean uh, yeah there's not really much to say if you can't keep your quarterback upright it's one of those things where it's like man you really would have wondered just throwing him to the wolves like this especially in this shortened season and it's like is this going to be is this going to be good for his progression uh going forward because it's like you know you can't sustain a bunch of this these hits like this you know what i mean yeah, I, it always sucks. Like, I always, like, I don't know who fought it. I was always, like, I like the players that, even if it gets to, like, week six or week seven, like, at least look at some live action from the sidelines before you roll them out there. But, right. you know, they, they moved on from uh, Dalton, who we got to see a little bit of today, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. Don't bury uh, that so lead. It, kind of, it just looked like, sometimes it feels like teams also just make a move just for hype. It's like, let's yeah. get people excited. And yeah, for sure. Hope Yeah, but hopefully it doesn't destroy his insides confident wise um all right Jag- jaguars that uh, texans uh texans win this 30 14 looked like jags were kind of in the game for a beat yes yes i thought for sure this is like this is almost like the the total like gambling no-brainer right it's like all right we fired the coach that everybody hates 
Yeah. We get in player coach Romeo Cornell. Let's win it for this big guy here and go out there. We got the perfect foil in 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 the Jaguars. And yeah, for for a hot second, it looked like it wasn't going to happen. You're like, oh shit, are they going to give this game away to the Jags? I honestly got giddy because I was just like, I I was just like the just the storyline of this Texans team, like zero and five. It's just like. I just like when people try to explain, it's just like, this is the problem. No, this is the problem. This is the problem. And then it's just like, what's the problem? Yeah. Like, yeah. All you guys are the problem. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, all right. Dolphins. Speaking of quarterback problems, Dolphins are 49ers. Dolphins roll the Niners 43 to 17. It's magic. Back again. Might as well let's drag it. Tragic. 30 to 7 at halftime. So we bench Garoppolo. Yeah. And this will, this will, they'll try and avoid this with the ankle injury that he was coming back from in sight that he was trying they're, to protect him. They're going to, they're going to hide it underneath that. Yeah. I think Shanahan even has kind of already said a little something to that effect, but he did not play well. He didn't look good. He hasn't played well at times. No. Makes you, they, didn't, they didn't trust him in the Super Bowl. No, you're right. Exactly. They did not trust him in the Super Bowl. You're 100% right. So how, how does this how does this shake out right now? Like, uh, I mean, hats off to the Dolphins. Obviously, they're not going in any postseason, especially in the AFC. With Garoppolo and the Niners, I mean, do the Niners, let's say the Niners miss the playoff. I know I have that prediction. I'm bold. I'm usually right. So let's say that happens and the Niners aren't in the postseason. They move on from Garoppolo. What what are we looking at? What would happen? I think, you had, if, I think they missed the postseason. They move on from Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo's trade value will be low. Like, are we looking at who could end up there? Like a Dak Prescott? A, well, you know, I was kind of thinking Matt Ryan, but you shot that down. Because it seems like right now that they like their pieces. So I I feel like they want like uh, no draft picks and get rid of a draft pick and give me like a veteran QB. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to, I'm I'm looking up some of the, the deal numbers right here. Yeah, you know yeah. I don't look at the numbers. No, you know, no, no exactly. Talk. Yeah, this I mean, Matt, Matt Ryan's not going to be a free agent until 2024, so they're going to have to move him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting, right? Oh, wh- who, who, who are we talking about now? Shit, I just totally forgot. I was like reading all Grapple. Oh, Grapple, Grapple. Grapple, yeah. yes. Grapple is a free agent in 2023. So, I mean, that's the thing is, is you're going to have to move him. Kyle Shanahan ain't going to play with Garoppolo to 2023 if he hated him in the year they went to the Super Bowl and in the following season they missed the playoffs and he had a Benjamin week five and blame him on an ankle. Because what Shanahan is going to do is keep sneaking in there and twisting Garoppolo's ankle just to have an excuse to sit him on the bench every week. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's the thing. This is the thing is, is right now at this stage of the game, there's there's like a, a contract log jam. Oh, Jameis Winston. Jameis is Winston, let's get yeah. him from the Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably on one year deal with the Saints. I'm looking at Jameis. I'm looking also to um Jacoby Brissett. Maybe I was just Ryan. gonna say I was just gonna say Jacoby Brissett. Yes, yes. You're you're dialed in. Um there's there's a couple of those guys. I mean, but here's the thing too, it's like Andy Dalton's only on a three year deal. This is like a a perfect for him, Andy Dalton, a perfect I shouldn't say opportunity. But it's like a perfect, you know, showcase for him to to actually show and say, like, hey, I still got it. He's got a ton of offensive weapons around him. Yeah, how old is he? Thirty four. Uh, he is. Fuck. 
I just had it up. God People love to hear us Google things. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to. I do want to know how old he is, though, because I feel like he, I, I feel like I think he's a lot older than he is. He might. Be I feel nice. like he's. I feel like he's thirty, like, like thirty-one or thirty, and I feel like he's like thirty-four. He's thirty-three. okay cool yeah yeah Yeah. but i mean that's not like you know that's not insane it's it's not but i mean it's not like i think you got to be at that i mean tyrod taylor fitzpatrick's also floating around there too i mean there's some of these guys that are just like ooh, 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 trubisky free agent next year oh god oh the balls on a team to take trubisky the balls you have to be like i could turn this boat around okay uh so we gotta turn this boat around let's turn this pot around and keep going downstream Look at that. That's professional potty. Look at that. Look at that segue. Right. God damn. Colts at Browns 23-32. We've got a couple of INTs, a little rivers doing rivers. Yes. Not uh, looking great. Uh I you know, you would have thought that like let's pull rivers and, and get Brissett in there. I mean, rivers look bad. Rivers did not look yeah, good legit, in this game. Legit bad. He did that thing where uh He's acting like he's going to take off and go for a run, but he just like runs into the back of his center and then falls over. It's so weird. I swear I've seen him do it like six times. Like when there's pressure and you know he's not going to throw it. Uh, let's talk about these Browns real fast. Like these are the Browns we thought we were going to have last year. Yeah. It was. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's like, I, I think a little bit of the spotlight off of their eyes has helped. And now it's Steelers, Browns, Ravens. Two losses between the total of those three teams in this in, or this AFC North. It's going to be right. fun division to watch. I know everybody thinks that it's going to be off to the races and the Ravens running away with it, but I don't think we've seen – maybe Ravens and Browns have played possibly, but I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch some of these uh, these divisional matchups. Yeah, the Ravens quite possibly could be like – they could be very good and, and – and, and electric against very bad teams but when it comes down to like actual good teams i don't necessarily know if they're gonna be like if they're gonna stand up and 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 that pressure of going up against solid teams i think they're 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 the consummate like we're gonna beat the shit out of bad team team yeah which is good you want that in your team it'll just be uh yeah. i'm not ready to hand them the crown you know and put them in the afc championship just yet right all right, and the Giants at the Cowboys. Uh, just devastating news for Dak Prescott. Sure, everybody heard uh, fractured right ankle. Uh, so looks bad. Looked bad. Yeah, it's really bad. It was kind of sitting there like they were rubbing it. They did the camera angle on it and cover your ears if you get queasy. But they were just, or he was rubbing his calf, and they're just like, maybe it's a cramp. And then you just saw on his shoe and just like on the left edge of the shoe, like his ankle was sitting. So yeah. it was just like, that's like, that's not, that's not that's how not that how, looks. That's yeah. not how legs work. They usually go straight into that shoe. They don't take a hard left before they pop into the Adidas. And, and uh and this this is like such a, a thing like I, I can't imagine Dak Prescott like all that's going through his mind it's like I'm sure it, it, I'm sure immediately when it happened it was like shit I should have signed that contract yeah you know what I mean it's just yeah somewhere it's like yeah I mean like it, somewhere between him being set on that cart and like before it was in the tunnel like it absolutely had to cross his mind yeah but is this okay so is this so we all remember the jerry Maguire thing and rod tidwell doesn't take the contract and he's just like you bet on me you bet on me like i bet on you jerry right so is it like he's not gonna not get paid but is it gonna be dramatically less uh i think so because by the time he'll be ready to like come back and play 
there'll be a level of uncertainty as to like yeah. whether or not and, and leverage will be gone yes and it, and it'll be uh, you know it'll be how like how bad is it you know what yeah. i mean like are we talking alex smith terrain i don't think so but it's right. like what happens if there's a complication in rehab right what is going to go on that that we're not aware of um and and it's definitely going to hurt his 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 value now the long and the short of it he's guaranteed 31 million dollars this year so at the end of the day like regardless of anything be smart with your money and assume like hey you know what i have 31 million dollars this is generational life-changing money let's not worry about it let's just you know you almost gotta like separate but like a look like that doesn't matter at this point like i've already if, if i'm smart with my money i've already i've already hit it out of the park and i've set my life up for great things you know what i mean sure uh, yeah i just have to get back and ready and and get myself in there and just find the best deal best situation possible my guess is he does not now at this point because we were talking about this last like i don't think he plays in dallas next year yeah i was gonna ask you that i don't think so either my only question would be what does dallas do i don't think dallas gonna run any dalton back i mean well i guess we'll have to kind of see what this year looks like but yeah i mean this is this is bad for dallas too because now they're like well we're we're good we're too good to like tank right we don't want to waste this yeah. opportunity we have Andy Dalton in here just as like a backup insurance. We need him to play well. But like, where, where are we going to, are we going to take a, a, a quarterback? Like, let's say if they make it to the first round of the playoffs this year, are, are, are they going to take a, a late flyer on a, like a first round quarterback next year? Like, I just don't, that still seems too no long. Sense. Like yeah. I, I know Dallas always has the, we got to win now, but it, it definitely feels that way to me. Like it feels like I would even start, I don't know. I don't know if you could trade somebody now and get them behind, like somebody, if there's somebody available now to get them on the Cowboys just to like, like a backup, like, I don't like a percent. Like, I don't know if that's nuts, but like someone that you just like, all right, like listen to the system and let's take a shot at this next year. Right. I mean, I mean, do they make, I'm just trying to think like, I mean, Matt Ryan, right. I mean, there, there's a team that wants to dump. I mean, could they, could, could that, that would be unprecedented, yeah. you know, um, they could make a play for Stafford, right? Matt Stafford, right? He was a little senior quarterback, a Dallas guy. I mean, that would, if they made a, you know, couple first round draft picks to a team that isn't going anywhere right now, um, that eventually will fire Matt Patricia, this, I'm sure it's coming up. This would be like a, Hey, let's reset the table. It might not happen until the end of the season but i think i could see something like that happen yeah because that makes a lot of sense right because i don't i don't think what they want to do is you know they got the quarterback in place and then put all the other pieces there and what is this Dak's fourth season i think it's fourth this is no it would be his at least his fifth because he would fifth, have been okay, fifth season, that's right i don't think they would want to do that thing again where they just like draft that rookie quarterback and then even though Dak had that like unprecedented like rookie season like where they're just like okay so we're starting with scratch and all we're doing is waiting for this quarterback to catch up and take advantage of like cd lamb and all the cd right. lambs that guy fucking adapted to the league a uh, quick yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's real good right he's amazing ah, he was I know. he was great he was great at oklahoma i was like they it was unbelievable that he that they were able to get him and and good on them for for pulling that trigger because he is he's fucking really good yeah even to be like give me that number 
give me that number 88 in yeah, Dallas. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, whoa, testicles. <laughs> First off, too, also to CD Lamb with the with the classic draft day. He had the yoink of the his cell phone from his girlfriend's hand when she was taking a look at it. If you remember, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Over, he's like, yep, give me that. You can't be looking at my phone. Classic. Yeah. I like that. Oh, there you go. Seahawks, 20 unanswered points with the extra point bending. 2013 Seahawks over Vikes. Ooh, shit. I, I don't want to, I'm not going to, I'm going to be kind. And oh my not God, they did that in like in half a quarter. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I want to touch that. Um, all right. MAB inbox. Let's jump into it. Um, so right now we got a email from emailer of the year asking us about what is the best steak you've ever had and please be specific oh okay i actually have two but definitely probably the the best so the, uh, my my consolation my honorable mention uh senior year of high school graduated went to don chula steakhouse uh got the 40 out eight ounce steak <laughs> God. Ate the whole thing. Got my name up there with some other Robert Porsche of the Lions fame was up there. So my name's up there on the plaque, 48 ounces. Got it done right quick. Went to the senior all night party, ate pizza later on that night. Uh, that's what I do be. But best um, steak ever, Morton Steakhouse in Los Angeles. Dr. Mrs. The Commission took me out for my 30th birthday way back when. Uh, fantastic filet, medium rare all the fix-ins like the classy table where they come by with the bread and the, the guy's got that like metal, like shoehorn thing where like gets all the crumbs off the table. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. This yeah. is the shit. I mean, it's yeah. classic. The oh, sommelier. Crummer. Yeah. Is, that's what it's called. The crummer. Oh, crummer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Look at you being all fancy. Uh, it comes over with the crummer. Work, I used to work in a steakhouse. Not as glorious. Not like I was there all the time. I was at oh, the, yeah. the time. Texas roadhouse. Is that where you were? <laughs> yeah. That's what they don't have crummers. So there's Texas Roadhouse. I think that's where you put the peanut shells on the floor. It's like the right. right, right, right. But yeah, it was great. I mean, like, I mean, just a, a smorgasbord of sides to go along with it. I mean, that's the yeah. that's the great thing, right? Because you get to like mix and match, and and I I love all that shit. Lobster mac and cheese was fucking 100%. amazing there. Yeah, it was great. I kind of like in steakhouses, like the really good ones. Uh, they all have the same fucking menu, and that's great. It's just yes. like we want you to taste how well we do this. Yes. Like they have the scalloped potatoes, they have the mashed potatoes, they have the asparagus. Uh, all the apps are the same. You know, they have all the options of the cuts, and then yes. it's like, spinach is great. great. I mean, like it's like the best place to get like a, a nice, nice like steamed vegetable or green of some sort. You're like, all right, this is simple, yep. elegant, steamed nice. Finish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so mine was mine was also my thirtieth birthday. Wow. Look at that. Government. Um, did I do I tell you the rundown of what, what I do at a steakhouse? I think we've gone over this, but let's, okay, let's bring it back up. Yeah. Okay, real fast. Let's take uh so I think it was I think it was Morton's in Vegas. Uh 30th birthday. Oh. So okay, so it's um we'll get through this real fast. I do this the same way every time. So you get to the bar, you have a vodka martini at the bar first, uh, and then you get your second vodka martini as you're being set. Ooh. And then you want to start off with the seafood tower and then you can throw in a tuna tartare next to that seafood tower, depending on how many people you have dining. Uh, Cause you don't want to overdo it with the ass, but you want yeah. to get that seafood tower. 
Um, then you're going to want to follow that up with a Caesar salad right about now that second martini should be dry and you're going to move on to your wine. So you want to get your red Cabernet to kind of you're transitioning with that Caesar salad. Okay. okay. But then you have your New York strip show up medium rare. I think we talked about how I went from, I think medium well as like a kid to medium to medium rare by the time okay. I was in my mid twenties, yeah. what the fuck was going on. Uh, and then my two sides are, I definitely have to have the mashed potatoes, definitely have to have the sauteed spinach. I could throw more on there if we have more people. And sometimes I will, depending on how late it is and if those martinis are working, where it's just like, bring it all, bring it up. <laughs> and then for dessert, it is an 18-year Lagavulin with two ice cubes. Ooh, bam. I, I, like, I, like, bonus, but yes. I like how specific. You really hit the specific part of that email question. Um, I don't think you're not like that with all your meals just the important ones right? like all restaurants yeah i don't know just the important ones and honestly it's just steak. like when i go like i'll go rogue uh when we go to get sushi like italian like i have some stuff i like but i'll kind of peruse the menu and really figure out like yeah, yeah. i have like kind of a go-to like thai order like i get the yeah, yeah we talked about okay tom yum soup it's a spicy basil rice tom yum soup so you can dip the basil rice in the tom yum soup Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, look at that. Look at that. We're, we're learning all this stuff from you. All right, Super Bowl pedigree. The AFC has only two starting quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl. Oh, this is a surprise. I wasn't supposed to tell you about this one. And we got to move on from the other email because we're running out of time. But okay. this is this is a does it may have it email. The AFC okay. has only two starting quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl. The NFC has five active starter. One question: Can most awesome name all of this? Okay, so there is a there is an addendum to this. It is actually three for the afc three for the afc if you look at this week specifically this week specifically why oh oh oh. who started this week on the afc that i was in are you talking about flacco yes yeah so there's flacco yep that's and mahomes in the afc yeah one more uh, 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 oh, Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Now, uh, five starters from the NFC. NFC. So you got Tom Brady. Yep. You've got Drew Brees. Yep. You've got five. Okay. You've got Russell Wilson. Yep. Okay. And, um, Oh, you've got thick crust Nick over there in Chicago. Yeah. One more, bro. I'll put you on a clock. Okay. Um, 20 seconds. Oh, shit. Um, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, shit. Tom Brady. Uh, 10 seconds. I'll give you a hint. He's a piece of shit. Oh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Nice, bro. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Does this does this eliminate any doubt that the NFC is the better conference? Is the NFC the better conference? Uh, I think they have a better collection. I think they have better depth, right? You know, yeah. like so their their tier one is weaker, yes. but their tier two probably a little bit more crowded. Their tier two, tier three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Who who would you put the tier one NFC team right now? Is it Green Bay? Green Bay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would do Green Bay and I don't know, they might be alone. Yeah. Because Green I Bay is like 
Green Bay is the because you got to say tier one is I would be genuinely surprised if they lost to any like tier two, tier two or lower. And it's just like I can picture the Rams fucking losing to somebody. I mean, we can we've seen the Saints, you know, lose to people like it wouldn't be like eyeballs bulging out of your head. But like Packers, it would be surprising if the Packers lost to um, like a Panthers. Right. Like you'd be a little like that's kind of are the Packers who we thought they were. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. Thinking through it right now, there's no. I mean, the the NFC like the Bears, the Bears are undefeated, but yeah. I still I don't put them tier one. Right, but I would put them above like any Titans. Like I put them right there in the Titans level. I put them right yeah. there. You know, in the in the certain like Browns. Browns. Yeah, like right. I can see like a Brown. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, I think I think they just have a deeper like tier two, tier three teams in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a better conference overall, right? I think, you know, but I, I don't think they have like no one's chiefs level, right? No. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, after today, like, Ooh, yeah, but every, every chief, I mean, look, I, I wouldn't get so worried about it. The, the chiefs have been in the last 31 divisional games are 28 and three in their division. So yeah. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worrying about it today. Like this is a one-off. They had a bad second half. They'll get it corrected. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm maybe not, for rip, we'll do that for rip next week. Let's put our tier together. Oh, okay. AFC yeah. and FC's tiers. That'd be fun. Like All a right. little, uh, quarter season report card. All right. Um, it may be fixes. Did anyone see my tape oh. measure? I got it right here, Marv. <laughs> um, all right, we're doing fantasy football reviews. Okay, so here's the thing with this. Um, if you guys are in a fantasy league, yes. Um, so you probably have to be in a fantasy league that's been together a little longer, but uh, leagues over like 10 years, and if it's all with friends or all people you know and it's kind of been there, there's probably some sort of either a commission does it, a league manager does some sort of review, like little videos that kind of recap the week. And it's just kind of something fun that is thrown up there. Here's what I'm going to do. So everyone, that makes sense to everybody? Did I explain that okay? Yeah, Marv says count. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we used to, so I'm a commission of the league. I know you're a commission of the league. Yeah. I used to try to do these reviews weekly where like it was just kind of a recap and I got super burnout. I don't even think I finished a year. Yeah, I know it's a you tough did it. Putt. Yeah, I know you did it for a lot of years. Like, what was it for me? Here's where it got burnt out for me. It's it's really hard to review something that is just a random collection of players to like get a score. Right. Like, you know, we can review like the Raiders Chiefs games and kind of break down like what went down in there. And so it all just seemed kind of like like make them ups. And it's just like, oh, like, you know, like like Mike Evans really showed up to play for you this week. And it's just like, he kind of like showed up for the Buccaneers and then you just, you started the right players. Like, you know, there's no halftime adjustment where it's just like, Oh, like, you know, this fantasy, like, you know, the, the made an adjustment. Right. 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 Ah, I'm going to have to edit that out. I'm going to have to listen to this whole podcast. Cause I'm not doing that. <laughs> Wait, he's the. Is it, the is it pop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're fine. Yeah. So, but anyway, does that make sense what I'm saying? So eventually when you start doing that for whatever, like five, six games a week, like it just, it all kind of feels made up and it doesn't feel like there's actually like any substance to dive in and like create something that's an actual like analytical breakdown of this fantasy football game. 
Right. Yeah. You hope for trades or you hope for in those situations, the, the free agency, you know, dropping, if somebody dropped like a, a big player and then they blew up, you know, um, the, the week later or two weeks later, or they traded somebody, uh, and then they, you know, they got injured that you can speak more on that. But to your point on a week to week basis, it's hard to like call into question, like, it's not like you can, like you were saying, like, oh, I'm going to sub, I'm going to sub in, you know, Dwayne Haskins out for, for, you know, another quarterback. It's like, no, no, I'm just, this is my shitty team. So I think what you mentioned earlier, I think the key to fantasy football reviews is history, right? Like having a long term, like uh fantasy football league where you kind of have like an understanding of every, you know, GM's like their general philosophies and tendencies. And those are where you can start to kind of pick at it, especially when it starts from the draft, right? You can kind of extrapolate through lines of how and what they think the season is going to shake out. And those are the things you kind of want to like try and angle and like reference in. Plus like with history, you always have like some inside jokes. So that's always going to be a fun thing to like try and interweave, you know, your personal, uh inside jokes in on the thread to just kind of give it a little spice um i you know i don't i definitely like to like think of the teams as some other you know and like stealing from bill simmons yeah that's right i said you we're stealing from you you finally stole all this from us but it's like i definitely like to look at like the team overall and like think of something that that like it reminds me of like in a pop culture reference like i've referenced like dumb commercials or tv shows or things like that that's like you know right there at the at the you know at the uh the epicenter of pop culture at the moment when i'm writing those reviews i try and pull from that to see if there's any yeah like, you need to kind of find some sort of subject line or some sort yeah. of just like like kind of almost like just pull it out of a bag just random sound it's just like oh, okay yeah we're doing like you know like horror movies and then give every like team like a horror movie right right yeah or th- like thanksgiving or halloween like candy themes and 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 those th- types of themes like that that can always be fun too but y- to your point is is like the, the 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 it's the discipline to do it every week from a from like if you're the commissioner that's a tough putt I yeah know so that, that does have my transition to where it's that's a big lift for anybody that has you know, kids, a job, anything right, else right, right, right. like pop down and like banging out for, you know, three hours, however long it takes. So let's say, so there's two options, right? So everyone in the league can contribute, yes. which uh, is an angle that I've seen taken in leagues. So here's, here's the two options. If the players in the league, should there be a punishment for not contributing or should there be a award? Cause here's what I was thinking. I'll let you say Ooh. first, but it's like, Ooh. So punishment is one angle, but I thought if, if it's really important, if, it, if it's important to all the league, because there's, I'm sure there's some leagues out there that like, I don't give a shit. I saw what the fantasy scores are. I barely have time for this league anyway. Like I'll just see if I've got my W, but if they're really into it, like an award. And then I thought about this. I thought about a little bit of a side pot up your buy-in by like 5%, 10%. And then okay. also what's that? You know, I said, okay, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. And then, cause I'm going, I'm going the, uh, the reward route. I think I said award, reward, whatever I'm an idiot. The reward out. So up it by like 10%. And then at the beginning of the year, or like the beginning of the week, heading into the week, like teams can sign up if they want to do the review for that week before it starts. 
And then that just, and then at the end of the year, you vote on who had the best review and then wow. that reviewer gets a pot. So if you like doing it, you can increase your chances of winning that side pot. But you're also like, you know, you're kind of, you put yourself in this thing where it's just like, there's an incentive to get you to, uh, you know, have a really good idea. So the person that has the best idea that week or is like really excited about something or has something they want to try out, will jump there. As opposed to like making it feel like a chore to anyone. Yeah, I like it. So it's it's you're 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 going like less on the punitive because I know there's definitely like punitive measures like docking a draft pick or other yeah. things like that. However, you guys assign whatever you assign or or whatever. Conversely, like you could you could you could also, but the, I think to your point is, is the reward uh, aspect is to incentivize creativity, which infuses humor and like makes the league more fun whereas making it punitive it's like all right well like anything it's like if i simply just got to do it you know what i mean and i like you're saying i run out of time i get busy it's like fuck it i'm gonna throw it up there it counts as my review yeah i'm not i'm not gonna get you know punished but overall what ends up is we all get hurt by that b I know. Get punished by that. Yeah, um, that's why I say like if, if you're in a league that like everyone really cares about the review, like like I'm sure the person that was busy that week doesn't want to hear a lot of fucking shit about either not doing it or like you putting up just something that you slop together in like 15 minutes. Yeah. So why not have the person that's just like you know as the week starts they're just like you know I got time this week I got this idea this could be fun that like I get in there just be like hey like I'll take this week and it's just like even if they did one four weeks ago it's just like hey this the purpose of the review is it to be entertaining not to like have an author review of all the participants of your league all right I still like the idea if you're if you're going to do the review I still like the idea of you either you either break it up into like every week or like every two week segments right so you get like two weeks to review depending on the size of your league you know what i mean because if you're in a 10 team league you know somebody's gonna be writing more than that so figure out a way to like kind of divvy it up nicely um so that everyone gets like something you know substantial or doesn't have like do-overs to do um and also too i think it'll like inspire not just like simple like standard reviews like we've seen videos those are always fun. Maybe get a little somebody to get a little time on there. I'm trying to think about like, you know, 10 to like 12 is probably the optimum with the average fantasy league season being about 13 weeks is my guess. Um, so like 12 to, to 14 teams is probably right there in that optimum. How do you, how do you rationalize the like, auctioning of that week review because you're almost looking at about an average of one review per week how do you how do you do that you bid well i I guess what i would say is just like if if someone if nobody wanted to do it then it's just like i guess we're all busy this week we're all in this together gotcha gotcha but then you would say like multiple like one person could do multiple and it would increase their chances so it almost turns into like a like just for whatever the vote is at the end of the year of who had the vote best review and then, then it's also like it, it you have the incentive uh, you're incentivized to do it and then also there's a chance you know you get that reward at the end which would be i hear you what happens if someone drops like a hammer video like a like a music video or something like that like nobody else participates. i think people would like that i think it's just like all right the bar set high all right so that's it uh i'm saying incentivize i'm saying everybody wins sign up sheet 
end of the year. That's how it may be fixes. It may be just fixed it right there. Brandana says, spare the rod, spoil the reviewer. <laughs> Absolutely do. All right, Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. Seahawks 21, Vikes 19. Real quick. Oh, yes. Yeah, baby. A lot of points. 19 seconds left in the third quarter. No, they went for two also in the third. Great. Um, all right. Neapolitan Showdown. We're talking top three injuries that have happened to ourselves. That's right, baby. That's right, bro. Um, I'm going real baby heavy on this one. Sorry. That's <laughs> all right, baby. That's all right, baby. Um, okay. So uh, my number three coming out of the gate like, I want to ask you questions, like, how many, well, I was like, how's your pain tolerance? How many bones are you, bro? <laughs> I'll say yeah. one that. We'll, we'll dive into it when we get there. Okay. What do you, you call me, like, puss? No, no. You seem like someone that could, like, literally, like, broken their leg, like, at age seven and just kind of, like, hobbled in and very calmly been, like, Mr. Five Stars, my leg's broken. <laughs> or it's Mr. Four Stars. Mr. So four Stars. Yeah, he exactly. Five Stars back that, then. That is, he's, five star, he's a Five Star <laughs> dad, not a, a Five Star reviewer. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I I will tell you this. I well, I don't want to totally give it away, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I I actually for as much like contact sports as I played, um, I was relatively durable through that through that portion of my life. Like I, I didn't I didn't have a lot of major injuries. Um, all right. So my number three at the gate, I broke my right arm falling off a porch. This is around the age of I think like ten. Yeah. Ten. So it's like kind of one of those, like I was trying to reach in to pop a bubble, like a slip because we're like out there blowing bubbles and I fell right on it. And it was just kind of like, I just pictured myself as like the classic chalk line guy, like just kind of laying there in the grass with my arms splayed open. Like uh, there's something not right about my arm. There's, so, nothing, <laughs> there's nothing great or nothing better than like that kid with like the broken leg, like you're a little too early or like the broken arm or something like that. Like, How'd you do that? Like, what shenanigans yeah. were you doing? We're like, yeah, exactly. Well, I was I climbed this tree and I was reaching for my my frisbee uh, and yeah. then I just fell out. Like, I had not to be too gruesome. This is, ooh, this is, but I had my buddy Scott who broke his arm on the monkey bars and like because he was using his arm to like hold and it just like like snapped <laughs> oh his my. arm. Yeah, it was brutal. just from the weight of his body. Like yeah, well he was also like swinging. He like caught it and then like just snapped his own arm. Like very like Steven Seagal esque oh, yeah. on the <laughs> thing. It was terrible. God. Um. So I'll go. That's a very good one. I I'm gonna go one. Um. Probably the worst rolled ankle that I ever had. And if you ever had a rolled ankle, I'm talking like the real one where it yeah. swells up and gets fat. We we're actually hooping. I think we were playing twos over at Plummer Park. Oh uh, shit! This is back in the this is back yeah, yeah back in the back in the LA days. Um, it was me, uh, a friend of me of the pod, Darren. Um, <laughs> And I forget someone else. And I rolled it. I kept playying. Was it Darren's fault? I kept playing. I don't know. I don't know. I forget who I landed on someone's foot and I rolled it super hard. 
and uh i never i, I kept playing because it, it was like one of those things like all right well if i just keep moving like the blood will keep going it won't be that bad got home li- ankle was just like a fucking like golf ball walnut and it hurts and at that time we were still doing the dog walking so then i had to walk dogs all day the next day and dr and mrs the commish we took on a new client who's very skittish and when she was letting all the dogs out the leash slipped from this new dog and it proceeded to run all throughout the canyon so then i pull up and she's frantic and i am literally with a bum ankle running up and not running but like oh hobbling God. up and down a canyon yeah you're so humble bragging right now you're such a <laughs> just like varsity blues you're just like give me the shot give, yeah. me, the shot. give me the shot exactly right right john voight was just in there like give him the shot <laughs> gotta get that done okay that's amazing um i'm gonna say i had about a 10 foot drop that's how high the porch was it'll give me 10 and i'm gonna give yours uh and one bitch so <laughs> an and one. Hey, like that frenemy uh all right number two bow, 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 bow. Bow, bow. let's go from one arm to the other i broke my left wrist playing football in third grade there you go man you're getting the shit kicks out of you i know uh, i went up to block a pass from um this girl named ray or no she was no no i was covering this girl named ray who was the best athlete like in our entire grade First off, I know I the, the Mr. Misogyny in my mind was like, all right, this is a good story. Oh, you broke it playing a girl. Uh, oh, docking yeah. of points, which yeah, is a good athlete, like, eh? Very good athlete, and that's still like the sizes are different at that age. Yeah. Like I think she had like uh, I don't know, weighs like fifteen percent more than I did. Okay. So we go out. Uh, balls come in the air. Like I'm going up to try to like defend it. She catches it. I fall down first, and then like all her body weight just like lands right on my left wrist. Oh man. And then like I picked that up and I was like, by then I was a pro about having broken bones and I was just like, I think this one's broken now. Let's right. right. Look at. Let's give a peek on that. Oh, there's nothing worse than breaking your wrist. Um so I'll go with my number two, uh, which was breaking my my left wrist in football, my mm. in, in seventh grade, first time playing tackle football. We had a weight limit of a hundred pounds. Uh, which i which i barely barely made it uh and i I was for some reason my my the defensive coach uh mr circone put me on the defensive line i don't know why and i didn't i had no idea what i was doing i was like this is like probably two or three weeks into football practice and remember i told you about scott the guy that van dammed his arm on the monkey bars his older brother steve um, was an eighth grader who was literally like my size when I was in LA. He was like six foot, 200 and like 200 pounds, basically. Yeah. Like he was a monster human being for eighth grade and he was our tight end. And so for three consecutive plays, it was like he was just playing like, like run blocking. He just proceeded to pick me up and literally not just like put me down, throw me and just like pick me up and throw me and finally the last time i like put my left wrist back down to like brace myself yeah came up and like instantly was like i feel sick i feel sick and i went over and talked to mr Ciccone. my mom who was mrs four star who was like so did not want me to play football she happened to pick me up that day 
after practice and just saw me on the sidelines with a bag of ice on my wrist and was like, oh, this isn't good. Spent the whole weekend like thinking it was maybe a bad sprain or a broken wrist, ended up being a broken wrist and had like, because it was on the growth plate of my wrist, my like the the uh my doctor was like we have to immobilize this arm and had the the brace or the 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 the, the whole thing all the way up to basically my shoulder which actually worked out really well because uh the hottest chick in my school delilah i won't say her last name but she was like stunning beautiful totally wrote on my cast, on your cast yeah. it was fucking perfect and also like pulled my arm and like my body into her body when she signed it to try and get yeah. it and i was like this is this is entirely worth it right here <laughs> break the other one yeah exactly right um all right we'll go i did in third grade so that's three points for me you did in seventh that's seven points for you nice um top spot top spot i'm gonna go with the fun one uh Oh, I do want to say, like, I, I like you said that little, um, like, how you feel sick to your stomach when you break a bone. Yeah. It's like a weird thing, like you do. Like, there's this little, like, like you feel like you're gonna throw up. It's not sick to your stomach. You feel like you're gonna throw up. Yeah, you feel like you're, you get like that kind of like wet mouth. You're like, Ugh, yeah. Ugh. yeah, it's a weird feeling. And and when you tell your coach that, like, he's like, oh yeah, well, he was like pretty sure that I broke my arm, but it's like, all right, yeah. let's put some ice on it. Um, so Central Michigan alumni the wayside was a classic like you know 18 and over bar but you obviously can't drink it unless you're 21 there but you'd all go and sneak in there you need to get the little x's on your hands you go to the bathroom wash them off you know that whole move right yeah we would get we used to get bell ringers so i think it was my sophomore year just like blackout drunk um I am wearing Birkenstock sandals at this bar, which is like on a big dance floor. Everyone's just like grinding on each other. And I'm just moving through the bar, just drunk as hell. And people would have, you know, bring drinks out of the dance floor all the time. Somebody dropped their drink on the dance floor, smashed. And I'm just drunk walking in sandals at a, at a fucking dance club. And I stepped down and all of a sudden I was like, why are my sandal Whoa. wet? Like they had broken the glass. No one had come and pick it up. It was this like perfect U-shape glass shard. And when I stepped on it, it like hooked around and hooked into my foot. Whoa. Yeah, I know. And so I was just walking around and I was like, <gasps> fuck. I was like, what is going on? I'm bleeding like a stuck pig all over the dance floor. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. So then I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. And so I'm just super drunk. And then I go back to my dorm. And uh, I'm just like putting like, it's just bleeding profusely. And I'm yeah. just like dabbing it with napkins, putting bandages over it. And then I just pass out and go to bed. I wake up. My foot is throbbing. And I was like, oh, I better go to the, the student nurse. I was like, I'll take it over here. And I'm like, it, but meanwhile, it's like 1130, dude. <laughs> it's like midday at this point. <laughs> I go in there. I go wait in the student. Uh, it stopped bleeding at this point. And, uh, but it is swollen <laughs> as fuck. out of blood. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it is swollen as fuck right now. And like, I'll never forget the, like, the student, like, nurse. It might have been a doctor. I, I don't really remember. But it was, she was like, 
I was like, yeah, I think I need some stitches. And she like took a look at it. She's like, when did this happen? I was like, eh, last night, maybe one or two in the morning. And she's like, we can't stitch this up. Like you you would have to come there like right away. You can't stitch this up. She's like, the best I can give you is antibiotics and put like a butterfly bandage on it. But she's like, you're going to have a gnarly scar in your foot. And I was like, oh, really? Like, is that how this, ha-? you know? And I do, I have a nice little reminder from when I just got stabbed on my foot, but she just was like, that's not, it's not a smart move. To just like <laughs> wait on that. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah. My number one is my hernia. So I've had two hernia operations. We talked about my hernia operations on here. No, bro. We haven't. We haven't. <laughs> we haven't? Okay. We're fine. So I've had a, I've had two hernia. We have not talked about your abdominal wall. <laughs> Well, we need to. Uh, one on each side. The reason I bring up the hernia operation is because it was when I was in college was my second one on the yeah. other side. We don't have to get into why, but it was, I didn't even need health insurance. I was in college and yeah. it was like a full like go down procedure. And uh, the doctor knew, uh, shout out to, it's actually uh, Chris Wheatley's, Chris Wheatley's uh, stepdad. Bow, 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 bow. But uh he knew a guy from Scouts that was a doctor or whatever, and they took a look at it, and he gave me the surgery for free. Oh, look at that. Nice. Yeah. yeah it was just, a nice little. Nice just little cranking thing. out too many bench presses. I get it. I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Uh, yeah. I think I, I don't know what I was doing. No, I'm actually like, the reason I've had to is because I'm like, I was born like, <laughs> to get it too deep into it. Okay. <laughs> I can see you shaking your head. All right, for all those funniest listeners out there that wanted to know exactly what happened. Um, all right. So that'll be zero for uh, the zero dollars. Was able to get the surgery done for. We'll give MA 12 for the 12 hours he waited. Uh, that'll be a be an MA victory, bro. Ooh. I think the victory means you're more like. You're, you're a quicker healer. Yes, could be. That's yeah, yeah. Means on this one. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, MVP of the week. I'm going to give it to Nadal, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. When's French Open? His 13th French Open, 20th Grand Slam, which ties him with Federer's mark, which is most all-time. Nice. I like it. I'm going to go with another champion. We'll go with the Los Angeles Lakers. They clinch tonight as we're talking uh lebron wins his fourth title ad his first alex caruso his first too um but uh yeah good on them the lakers for winning in a, in a bizarre nba season but it it makes you know the, it, it 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 lines up they were one of the best teams in the uh in the nba this year makes sense so so good on them congrats yeah it is and it plays out right because they it took them yeah. a little while to get going in the bubble too so it's not like they just just ran with it like coast to coast like they actually yeah. figured out some problems and like earned earn that chip and they had to adjust on the fly too because they had, they had a couple guys opt out you know they had some injury you know it's just it, it it was one of those things where it's like they they put it together testament to to anthony davis and, and lebron james is just like the the heart of a champion like the, they figured it out they were not going to be denied and and it, and it was clear in this game and then they blew out unfortunately they blew out jimmy butler who was phenomenal jimmy butler was amazing in this uh, but yeah. they just didn't have enough gas in the tank to finish it out so so good on them 
Back to the air horn. Talk about her air horn on fire today. Yeah. Hey guys, this is an MAB Sports Podcast, episode 137. Why don't you shoot us an email about what your stake setup is? MAB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, if you listen really closely, you can hear a slight tear in our abdominal wall. <laughs> Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Uh.